Welcome back to another episode of Investing Your Future. I'm your host, Kenny, CEO of Corinda Group Corporation. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. You know, we love it if you share, tell your friends about this. It's always great to have, uh, you know, other people that can gain from the knowledge. So if you want to find us, find us on YouTube, Corinda Group. Find us on Twitter, Invest in Your Future, Facebook, Invest in Your Future. So it's about spreading the word. And this is the third installment of our money series. It's a three-part series. The first one's about stacking it. The second part's about what to do with it. Now the third part is about generational wealth. Generational wealth is, is something that people need to really understand and also need to implement too because it's not now for yourself it's more for about your future your 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 family your your relatives anybody that you can help out in the future they will appreciate it so much more because of the fact that you decided to not spend all of it and keep some for them for them for them in the future now people never really plan on leaving generational wealth but if you follow the steps like we said in these money series you'll have plenty of cash left over to pass on to your relatives and there's two examples that I really want to focus on today and it, it entails the perfect scenarios in terms of what I'm preaching and the first is a gentleman named Cornelius Vanderbilt. If you heard of him, he's a f famous businessman. He um, made a lot of money. Let's say that. And he died in 1872. 1877, sorry. And the reason for this gentleman's name, I, I, the reason I bring it up is because he had the largest inheritance to pass down to his family ever in history. It was about $100 billion. He had that left over after he died to pass on to his his family. Now, back in those ages, there were a lot of people that had a lot of money. And each one decided to pass on to the next generation in different ways. Now, by 1972, all the money that he had inherited, he had in given down to his, passed down to his family was all gone. Almost a hundred billion dollars. Over a hundred billion dollars, sorry. In 90 years, all of it was gone. All ran through, all spent, all wasted, all stolen, whatever, it was all gone. Now the mm -hmm. second gentleman, Mayor Rothschild, another famous businessman, um, if you don't know these people, you need to really focus, you know, go research these people and find out how they got their money and how, how much money they had. Mayor Rothschild, he had some serious money also. So he passed down his generational wealth in a different facet, though, in a different way, in a different manner. He had about the same amount as Cornelius Vanderbilt in terms of money, so about $100 billion, a little over $100 billion. And now Mary Rothschild died in 1872. And he started a family bank. A family bank, pretty much, which is now J.B. Morgan. But he started a bank, and 
it allowed the family members of his family to be able to go in and borrow money and pay reasonable interest in terms of paying back. So if you borrow $100,000, you know, you, you can borrow it from the bank, you're easily given the loan, but also just remember you have to give it back at a reasonable interest rate and reasonable time. That's all it was. It's just a simple bank. It's a personal family bank. No one else can can access it, obviously, besides just the family. And so family members can, if they want to go to school, they can go to, and get a loan. If they want to start a business, they can go get a loan. Um, if they want to invest in an asset, they can go get uh, the money for that. But once, let's say, you graduated from college or you made your money in the business or you sold your asset, you have to pay back the family bank. Right now, his inheritance that he left over, which is about a little over $100 billion, right now is estimated to be about $900 billion. That's the kind of money that you need to be passing on to your generation. In terms of the money that you can make, you need to focus on making as much money as you can. As much as you can. Because that's what these two did. They focused on saving and making as much money as they can. And in turn, they had enough money to pass on to the next generation. That's what we're talking about here, generational wealth. So now you have focused on making the money, stacking it. You focus on investing it right. And now you're leaving some generational wealth, some, some, some to pass down so they can have a nice head start when they want to get their, run, their race going in terms of life and success and whatever they want to go after. Now, the way Mayor Rothschild created the bank you could do the same exact thing, except now you could do it in terms of, let's say, a living trust. A living trust is pretty much just an. Uh, it's just somewhere you can place your money, controlled by a lawyer or a law firm. That's it. Uh, so if you're trying to put together a living trust, go get a lawyer and put yourself together a living trust, and stop putting stacking away assets you could put in there. You could put in cash. You can put in anything you really want in that living trust. And you can put whatever guidelines you want in terms of disbursement, in terms of what you to do with the assets. So you, even when you're not here, your money can still keep working. So in terms of you want to leave generational wealth, I would say is make sure you make enough money, obviously for yourself. But you need to make a lot more money so you can save some of the side for your future. And in terms of their, their access to the capital should be they cannot touch the original capital. So let's say you make $100 million and you pass that down to the next generation. Whatever interest is made off that $100 million is the money that they can touch. They can never touch the $100 million. And you can gauge that in whatever you want to um, you know, leave. But I'm just giving you an example. In terms of never touch the capital, so that way that can go on for generations, generations, generations. That's how generational wealth, in terms of anybody, anyone who has family member that's left him a good chunk of change in terms of a head start also maybe in terms of assets they focus on making sure hey listen I mean I'm giving you this asset but you can never sell it it can be anything so in terms of assets you can put in in living trusts you could put in businesses you could put in you know not you you can put in land you could put in gold you could put in whatever you want lock it up let it make money for you or grow and they can eat off the interest 
So that way they can never touch the capital. And that way generational wealth stays in the generation. It stays in the family. Expands. Because you don't know what the future has in terms of what they could do with that money. Instead of starting from zero the way you started. Because your family members didn't do that for you. We all pretty much start from zero. Because our family didn't know how to handle their money. How to pass it on. How to do this correctly. Now I'm giving you the information to be able to do that for yourself. And tell your friends about this also because it's very important. Yes, make a lot of money, but also be ready to pass it on and do it the, the right way. If you, want, if you need help, we have plenty of lawyers that we can help you with. Contact us. Info at CorindaGroup.com. Find us online. You know, reach out to us. We can help you with these type of things. Now, you could be a Cornelius Vanderbilt and make a lot of money and have it all gone within 90 years. And poof, it's gone. $100 billion, gone. In 90 years. Or you could be like a Mayor Rothschild and have some serious money and pass it on to your next generation so they can even double your money, triple your money. Because they see how you structure the money to be able to make more money or to be able not to touch the capital so that way you can constantly be building. Now you hope your future children do even bigger than you did because they have a head start. They have the capital to start that business. They have the capital to go do acting, whatever their, their passion is. And they make a statement for themselves. That's what you need to focus on. Yeah, it's nice to make a lot of money, but think about your generation. Think about your future generation. That's how you do it. You take a lot of cash, you put it in a living trust, or whatever you want to put in there, businesses, assets, or anything else. You lock it up, and you make sure they can only eat on the interest. That's it.